Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. Today, we are talking about six ways to not grow on YouTube, but of course, you can do the opposite of what we talk about, and you will be able to grow. Welcome to episode number two of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise, share their best tips with the rest of us so we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals, because I really believe that we all do better when we all do better. And uh, there are six ways, because the truth is pretty much everything works in entrepreneurship and marketing. Everybody says, oh, you got to do it got to do it my way. And it's just not true. So we always want to bring you lots of different ways because sometimes their way is not your way. And that's all right. Uh, my name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard. I am a recovering perfectionist who mostly wears superhero t-shirts and thinks Subway has the world's best cookies. And uh, my guest today <laughs> is Jessica Stansberry. Are you down with the Subway cookies? Yes. They really do. <laughs> My guest today has almost 200,000 subscribers. She helps entrepreneurs and content creators use content to start, grow, and scale their businesses so that their content makes them money on uh, while they sleep. Welcome to the show, Jessica Stansberry. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. We became fast friends when we first spoke last year. And I don't even know if you remember this conversation, but I decided we were going to be friends because we were talking about how you know YouTube shorts were blowing up. Yep. And they said, uh, oh, and, and the, the traditional widescreen videos on YouTube are called VODs or videos on demand. And that's a boring name. Yes. And so we joked around that they should be called YouTube longs or I believe you said uh, pants. YouTube, so you yeah. have, <laughs> <laughs> so we have YouTube shorts and pants. And I'm like, OK, Jessica and I were going to get along. That's um, right. Just, just fine. Um, we're also going to answer our question of the week, which is from Lauren, which says, I have such a hard time being consistent and I'm not sure why. Do you have any strategies for being more consistent on social media? Um, and I know Jessica recently did a podcast about this topic, so I'm sure you'll have something to say. So how not to grow on YouTube. Uh, number one, go ahead. All right. Number one. And this is hard for me to phrase in the not to grow way, but I'm going to try. So basically not doing everything you should be doing is a great way not to grow on YouTube. And what I mean by that is so many people get caught up in like, I'm doing everything I should and I'm not growing. I'm, I'm doing everything that I, I, I think I'm supposed to do, but I'm not growing. When they really look at it, or if you had someone else look at it, if you had someone else like bird's eye view, look at your channel or look at whatever you're trying to do, you're mm -hmm. actually not doing everything you should be doing. And I think so the perspective I want to go for here is like thinking you're doing everything you should be doing when you're actually not that will cause you not to grow on YouTube every single time. So missed opportunities by not taking advantage of things. And I know you look at a lot of channels. Mm -hmm. Are there, do you have some examples of the things that you see people um, missing that are like really great opportunities? Yes. I will have people who are like, 
I'm I'm doing everything you tell me to do. I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing all this. And then their thumbnails are terrible, which we're going to talk about thumbnails. That's another one of my tips. I'll just spoil that. But okay. Um, but they'll be like, their thumbnails are, ter- are terrible. And I'm like, you're clearly not doing everything you're supposed to be doing. Or they'll be like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. And they're their titles are rough or they are not, they're introducing their videos really poorly. Like their, you know, their intro or their hook is terrible or they're starting their videos with, hi, welcome back to my channel. Even though I've said a thousand times not to do that. Right. And so I'll see stuff like that because people, I think sometimes when we're inside, there's a quote that's like, you can't read the label when you're inside the jar. And I don't know who said it. It wasn't me. Um, (laughs) Somebody said that somewhere. And that is so true because sometimes when you're inside your channel, you're learning all of this stuff. Like you might take all of the six things we talk about and like you learn it and you absorb it. And for whatever reason, you think you're doing it, but you're really not. And that is a great way not to grow on YouTube. All right. So this might get awkward because my first way is sort of the opposite okay. of that. <laughs> <laughs> because we're trying to go the not direction and it's like yeah bring it back well so yeah so ways to not grow on youtube number two is to literally obsess over every possible tool and detail i agree and so yeah and as I, say, I don't think we disagree on this oh. it's just kind of opposite ends and mm-hmm. so you know one of the things that i did i was sharing before we came on today that i got a notification this week and um and youtube said hey it's your channel's birthday and i was like I didn't launch in May. I launched my channel in August. And then I went, oh yeah, I set up my channel. And then I obsessed over every detail and perfectionism and refilmed everything and waited three months before I put my first video up that nobody saw. Right. Right. I had no audience. I had nothing. I put up my first video in (laughs) in three months there. And so, so that's the thing where, um, I think you can go the other way and you go, okay, well, I've got to make my, my shorts or pants. I've got to make my, my, you know, I've got to, my, both kinds of videos. I've got to do lives. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Mm-hmm. I've got to, you know, um, A, B, C, D, E, F, G test every thumbnail. And at some point we become paralyzed and we don't actually move forward with anything. Yes. And I think that's when it can become uh, dangerous. I and so, you know, yeah, our question of the week was about consistency. And that, and so that's kind of where that, you know, that consistency is, I think, more important um, than all of the opportunities. But YouTube has gotten, I mean, would you agree YouTube has sort of gotten more complex with all of the tools over the last few years since you started? Yes and no. Um, Thumbnails are definitely more important now. Like I feel like that is something that like I feel like has changed quite a bit from when I first started. Not entirely but like a little. Um, And then yeah like when you have the Peter McKinnons of the world or the these people who have like super high quality content of Mm -hmm. the world it's very hard to like not do a lot of these things and still grow. Right. Um, And, but I completely agree with you. I completely think that most people, I tell them all the time, like, just do it. You can get better with each video. So like, just put the first one out there and then do one thing better or different with the next video. It doesn't have to be perfect at first, just improve with each video. And eventually you will be doing everything like to my point that, you know, you should be doing. Yeah. All right. Ways to not grow on YouTube. Number three, go. Uh, not putting a major, major, major emphasis on thumbnails. <laughs> I've talked about thumbnails twice now, so let's just talk about it. Um, thumbnails are so freaking important and they are 
hands down, the thing that I see most people not putting enough in- emphasis in, it's always an afterthought. It's always a screen grab from the from the video. It's always a, if it's not a screen grab, it's like these like posed pictures that then people use in their thumbnail and use over and over and over again, or, um, you know, whatever, or, or, or the, the biggest pet peeve I have. And this is, let me just, I don't know how many people are listening, but whoever is in the sound of my voice, if you do this again, I'm going to hunt you down and smack you after you've heard this advice. Okay. <laughs> and that is do not ever reiterate your title in your thumbnail. Your thumbnail is such valuable real estate. It is literally like such valuable real estate. It is the reason someone chooses to click on your video versus someone else's. And whether that's on your homepage subscription in the search, like whatever. And when you reiterate the title into the thumbnail, all you're doing is just wasting. You're just throwing that away. Like, oh, never mind. I'm not going to use this this real estate anymore. Um, and it's such valuable real estate because your title and your thumbnail will never be seen separate of each other. Ever. Yeah. Like the- hang on. I got to make a note really quick. Make sure we never meet in person. Don't want to get slapped. You will get slapped. Oh, you no, know, I always funny. thought of the... Yeah, for years, I always thought of the thumbnail as another way to get somebody's attention because some people read thumbnails and some people read titles. Mm-hmm. And so most of mine do have the same or similar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I talk a lot with um, Justin Brown from Primal Video, who's got over a million subscribers. And, and he's been saying the same thing for the last couple of years where it's like the getting the thumbnails right makes a massive difference because what happens is they come up and search and people decide whether or not to click on your video based on the thumbnail. Mm-hmm. And so I 100% agree with you. I just haven't done that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it helps at all, what I tell people is the title is almost always going to be like not boring. And I would encourage people not to make them boring, but like, you know, they're, they're kind of boring. It's like how to do X, Y, Z, how to, you know, whatever. Um, your thumbnail is where you can get more cre- creative and where you can invoke emotion. Like, how is someone going to feel when they watch this video? How do they feel right now before they watch this video? How can you use the thumbnail to kind of convey that, you know? Um, and it really is a people do judge a book by its cover kind of situation. For sure. All right. Three more ways to not grow on YouTube. Want to let you know really quick. That uh, Jessica's teaching a free YouTube masterclass uh, next week. What's the date? Is it Tuesday next week? Tuesday, the 23rd. Yep. Okay. And and, uh, it's about how to get your first or next 1,000 subscribers fast. And uh, if you want to sign up, you can go to heyjessica.com slash YouTube masterclass. Heyjessica.com slash YouTube masterclass and uh, join for that. So Thank you. All right. Um, Ways to not grow on YouTube number four is uh, making the videos that you want to make instead of the videos people actually want or making the videos that you think people need instead of the ones that they're actually searching for. And so, you know, ultimately, YouTube is a search engine. Um, I believe it's still the number two search engine in the world mm-hmm. after Google. It is. Um, I do find it fascinating that I think at some point Giphy became the number three search engine in the world, which <laughs> is the Git search we all like use. I can see that. It's a, yeah, you know. yeah. And so uh, I don't know if it you know counts in the same way, but YouTube is a massive search engine. And so shorts have changed this a little bit, but you have to make videos that people are looking for. And sometimes it's not what the person needs. And so you have to kind of do the thing where it's like, give them the thing that they need or what the thing they want in the video. Yep. And then, you know, segue into the thing that they need or that helps them understand why they should work with you or your business or um, anything like that. And so what I see a lot of times is people just say, oh, I'm just going to make the videos I want or they make the videos they make for Facebook and just say, I'm going to throw them on YouTube as well. 
Oh gosh, and it just doesn't work because those these are two different platforms. I always look at at you know there's essentially two types of content. There's click worthy content, and that is the content that somebody you can get it in front of somebody and they see it and they go, oh, I want to watch that. That sounds interesting. And then there are like six ways to not grow on YouTube. Mm And then there's search-worthy content. So the title of this is probably not very well uh, search-optimized. And when I put up the video podcast replay, it may be called something else, you know, for that exact reason. And so you really have to think about what what are people looking for? Shorts, you know, keyword indexing, um, you know, AIs made all of that kind of stuff smarter. And so you still can reach people. But at the bare bones, you got to make the videos that people are actually looking for. um, Totally. Yeah. Completely Um, agree with you. All right. Ways not to grow on YouTube. Number five, Jessica. Uh, Always sending people off platform. (laughs) So I see this so much with business owners. And I did this. I did this in the beginning. And I had a mentor at the time who was like, stop it. Stop it right now. Like, stop doing that. I don't ever. Did they also threaten to slap you? Or is that? It was Tim Schmoyer. Do you know Tim? I think he would smack anybody. Yeah, I met him at Social Media Marketing World this year. I yeah, I can't see him being. No, that he's guy. like the sweetest man in the world, and and so I don't think he threatened me, but he was like, "Stop," <laughs> <laughs> um, and and that's what I tell people now, like, "Stop it," because here's the thing: YouTube's whole goal is to get people on the platform and keep them on the platform. Like that's the whole point of their algorithm. Well, like on the back end, obviously, the point of their algorithm is to pair the right content with the right viewer, but like on the back end. If they're doing that, they're staying around. So if in all of your content, we as business owners, I know I, as a business owner coming to YouTube specifically, I was all like, let's promote my freebie. Let's promote my lead magnet. Let's promote my webinar, like whatever the scenario is, you know? And if you do that, you are constantly sending people off the platform. And then YouTube is like, well, why would we show this person's video to more people? They're just sending people off the platform and that's not cool. So... If you're continuing to like send people off platform, either to buy something, to sign up for something, to like whatever for something, you are doing yourself an injustice and you, it will very much so stunt your growth. And so what is the, first of all, what should people do instead? Mm-hmm. And is there a percentage that you found that works in terms of, because sometimes if you're running the business, unless you're just selling merchandise that can show up under the video on YouTube, at some yeah. point you got to send them, you know, somewhere else, right? Absolutely. I mean, in my video yesterday, I sent them to my webinar sign up. So you definitely can still do it. I like to tell people it's about 20% of the time. And that's for anything that sends them off platform verbally. So if you are literally saying, go leave this video and sign up for this thing or go get this free download or go buy this thing, right? You need to try and keep it to about 20% of the time or like one in every four to five videos is kind of what I like to do. Um, I like to go longer stints without promoting and then promote. I'll generally promote like a couple in a row because okay. it's working with my promotion calendar, but you don't, you can do it either way. Um, and I've tested this out and that seems to be a really good kind of scenario. The other 80% of the time you want to be giving a call to action that is on platform. So subscribe, comment, go watch this other video. And what's really cool is you can use this to your benefit. Like you can make a playlist. This is one of my favorite strategies. So you can make like a playlist where the last video in the playlist is sending people off platform, like go download this thing, Mm. go thing, whatever. But the other four are not. And then in your other videos, you send people to that playlist. So you're creating watch time, you're making the algorithm happy, 
but you're also constantly getting people to your freebie or your thing you're trying to promote. So you could almost do a playlist that was, you know, maybe three to five videos that would, you know, is something you might teach in a, in a webinar or a masterclass. And that could be your call to action in most of your videos. Yes. Because obviously, if you go and watch five videos in a row and then send them off, YouTube's going to be like, all right, Jessica did uh, pretty good today. Exactly. <laughs> These people stayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Okay. Ways not to grow on YouTube. Uh, number six is, you know, being impatient. And Jessica, I know you're about to teach this masterclass about how to get your first or next thousand subscribers fast, mm -hmm. but YouTube can be a slow grow and it will be a slow grow for most of us. Yeah. And so the thing I always like to say is if you're going to do YouTube, then just do YouTube. You know, this is, um, you know, we're the second week into this live show, the six ways turned into a podcast and, you know, all these other things. And if I was going to judge based on what happened with the first week, you know, when I didn't have systems in place and I didn't have a lot of time to promote it and everything, I would have probably quit already. Mm -hmm. So I've already said, I'm, my goal is to do this show for a year and then we'll assess if it's not good. And so when I started my YouTube channel, um, it took me six months to get a hundred subscribers because yeah. I didn't have your class, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then a month later, I had a thousand and then right. a year later, I had 10,000. But I always like to share too, I also got my first client when I had 17 subscribers, right. I think. Do you remember that where like the first time you got business from YouTube? Absolutely. I had very little. Um, I think I had about 500 subscribers because I was just throwing videos up there to go with my blog post. I wasn't even paying attention to YouTube. Mm. And so I had grown to 500 without even realizing it and was literally getting people who would buy my courses or sign up for webinars. And when we would ask them how they found out, it was YouTube. And I was like, wait a minute, maybe I should put more here. If it's happening on accident. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Natalie says, I know someone who's impatient. <laughs> that podcast episode that you talked about earlier that I did recently is literally your first goal of any kind of content should just be consistency. So just what you said a second ago, like, I'm going to do this for a year. There's not, that's the goal. <laughs> like, that yeah. should be the goal because with consistency comes education, learning, finessing, growth, you know, pop, like whatever you want to put in there, consistency is the first step to all of it. But sometimes it does take a while. Like I say, I've been on YouTube for seven years. And as Francis pointed out, um, you know, I only have 194,000 subscribers, which I don't look at it that way at all. But that's a long time to not quite be at 200,000 subscribers yet, you know. But Again, my YouTube channel has grown my business exponentially more than it would have without the YouTube channel. And I know people who started before me who have 50,000 subscribers and they're still going strong because it works, because it, they did get their first client with 17 subscribers. So you only need so yeah. many 17 people, you know, to like make them. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I completely agree. Well, and there's, you know, on the other hand, you know, YouTube is a little tricky if you are doing it as a business. And I, I feel kind of lucky because I started my channel. I was working full time in an agency and it was just sort of a hobby. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't like, going, oh, I've got to make money. I've got to make money. Yeah. But you do kind of have to, I think, you know, that patience is so important um, when you're doing that. And that does segue nicely into our question of the week from Lauren, who said, I have such a hard time being consistent. I'm not sure why. Do you have any strategies for being more consistent on social media? So what would you say to Lauren? Two things. One, I would come up with a schedule. So a lot of times what I will see, especially people that are that would think of themselves as like 
just creators. And I'm saying that because I don't think of anybody as just a creator, but I think sometimes people do. They'll just be like, I'm going to release a video once a week or I'm going to post on Instagram once a week, but there's no, I'm posting on Instagram on Tuesday. I'm posting on YouTube on Wednesday. So first come up with a schedule because then you're going to hold yourself to it a little bit more. Oh, it's Tuesday and I'm supposed to have a video go live on Thursday. What can I do? You know, but the second thing and probably the more important thing is to batch record, like batch things. It will really help you be able to stay consistent. I batch all of my podcast episodes in most of the time about a month, but like we're going into the summer, I'll have the whole summer batched out by the end of like the next week or so. And so you've got to batch things and that's going to help you stay consistent and stay like kind of on top of things, you know? Um, And yeah, you'll get behind occasionally, but if you can say, okay, once a month, I'm going to sit down and film three videos or mm-hmm. every three weeks, I'm going to sit down and film three videos or whatever. Now you're ahead of the game. And if you can do that two weeks in a row, you're really ahead, right? And so it helps you stay stay consistent the whole way. Yeah, I, you know, Lauren, I film generally about 15 videos in a morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you plan it right, you can do that. Now, editing is a, that's a different thing that comes later. Yeah. But Depending on your setup, if you're, you know, if you're setting up lights, if you're, you know, I used to have these like really bright lights. And so I would do makeup. So I was less shiny and all of that. And it was like, I'm not going to do that every week. That's insane. And so I would do 15 um, in one morning. And so I'll say, you know, Lauren, I think that the, the keys to consistency, one is if you're going to decide if you if it's important to your business, mm-hmm. then you just have to make the time for it. Yes. And, you know, the email from Janice can wait or whatever it is that's kind of distracting us from, you know, getting that stuff done. And so that you just have to say, okay, I'm going to do it. And then the second thing too is choose a plan. And this isn't just YouTube. This is any platform. Choose a plan that you know you can keep up with even when you are busy. Mm-hmm. You know, So for YouTube specifically, which we're talking about today, I said, okay, I'm going to commit for a year and I'll put out one video a week. And that was it. I know, Jessica, you've done two a week, I think, for years. But For the most part, yeah. In the summer, I go down to one a week because my kids are home and I can't, I can't stay with one, two a week. You know, like I, I just can't. So yeah. Yeah. So it, it was literally one video a week and I would batch record them. And in the beginning I had a full-time job and I'd have to kick the, I didn't actually, I didn't own any lights. So I had to kick the kids out of the house on a Saturday so I could stand in front of a window and hope it was, was cloudy enough to give me even lighting. And then you just crank them out, you yep. know, and off you go. And, and it can be that simple. But if we look at somebody like Jessica and we go, wow, she's got almost 200,000 subscribers and she's making shorts and she has a podcast and she has a big Instagram following and she's putting out two videos a week and her camera looks better. We'll never get there. But I also have lots of help. I have. So that's the other thing. Like you can only do so much by yourself. Solopreneurs will compare themselves to people with employees and it's, it, it, you can't do that. You can only do so much by yourself. Um, you know, I hired my first VA to take um, editing our podcast at the time I had a co-hosted podcast, editing the podcast and monitoring my email off my plate. Because if that was off my plate, I could do some other stuff. And then now I don't, my job is to create the content. <laughs> like yeah. I don't do any of the other pieces. I will post on Instagram, but like I don't edit anything. I don't, well, for the most part, sometimes I do just cause I want to, but like, you know, it's not my job to, um, yeah. I don't do any of that. I don't put together my courses. I don't, I don't do any of this stuff on the like the back end. I, I am the front of the business and, and I have a lot of help to be able to let me do that. So don't compare yourself to other people who have the help. Yeah. If your face or voice is not on it, then 
you yeah. don't need to be involved past that point. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, on our next show, six ways you should fail in order to grow your audience, which is going to be a fun topic with my friend Austin Armstrong. Um, for podcast listeners, if you want any of the links or to connect with Jessica, you can check the show notes or go to the sixways.com slash two. Um, some really awesome tips were shared today by Jessica. And so, you know, remember, we all do better when we all do better. So if you know anyone that would benefit from these, you know, by all means, take a second, share it with them. Uh, you know, let's help everybody that we can with this. How to get your first or next thousand subscribers fast on YouTube. Uh, Jessica knows her stuff. You can sign up at heyjessica.com slash YouTube masterclass. Thank you so much for being here. It's always so much fun to hang out and chat. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been fun. The Six Ways is recorded every Friday before a live online audience. To join us for the live backstage pre-party and the after show Q&A, find all of the upcoming shows at thesixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.